0: Are you trying to figure out how to juggle all of the homeschooling stuff and the holiday stuff and you just can't figure out how to make it work? More importantly, are you feeling a lot of guilt because you're feeling like you are so exhausted and so overwhelmed that you just want to press pause? Well, if that's how you're feeling, this is the episode for you. Because I'm talking about four things that you can do to be able to juggle both Educational responsibilities you have, as well as your holiday responsibilities, they're super simple. You can choose to do all of them, you can choose to do one of them, but I truly believe that they're going to help. So, if that sounds like something that you're interested in, then you've got to get your hot chocolate with your marshmallows on top. And if you're feeling a little spicy, add a little bit of cinnamon and a touch of cayenne pepper. Try it, let me know what you think about it, and let's chat. Keep the music. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by homeschooling? I don't know about you, but sometimes as a homeschooling mom, it feels like I have so much on my plate that I can hardly catch my breath. Well, if you've ever felt that way, then you're in the right place because this is the Catch Your Breath podcast. I'm Inga Masic, certified life coach and a mental wellness advocate. With over three decades in education and over 10 years homeschooling, I'm right there in the trenches with you. Then this podcast, we're gonna, dive into some actionable strategies that are not only going to help you manage your stress, but also help you to have more joy, freedom, and balance in your homeschooling journey. So if you're ready to go from simply striving to truly thriving, then let's breathe through homeschooling together. Are you ready? It's time to catch your breath. welcome back to another episode of the catch your breath podcast i am so excited that you have joined me again and if this is your first time what's up thank you for being here i'm excited about having another opportunity to talk to you and today i want to talk about what's probably on your mind right now and that's probably how do you fit in your homeschooling with your christmas time I know that it can feel really overwhelming to figure out how you're still going to do educational things and keep everybody involved and keep the education going while you're still trying to get ready for Christmas. Or let's be honest, you might be in that place where you're starting to feel exhausted and you just don't feel like you can keep up with all of the things that you have to do for the Christmas holiday and then also the education of your child. You can also just be feeling worn out and ready for a break. A lot of times uh, when I was teaching, almost all of the teachers around this time, you're just basically counting down the days until you are able to take that break. And it's not because you don't love your students. It's not because you don't love what you're doing. It's just because you're starting to feel like I need a break. And as you're in that festive kind of holiday season, that's what you're feeling. Well, listen, it doesn't have to be different for you. If you're starting to feel exhausted, if you're starting to feel like you need a break, I want to talk to you in this episode about a couple of things that you can do, how you can kind of reframe it so you don't have the guilt because you do not want to feel this and then have guilt on top of that. And I'm telling you, I know that it can happen that you start to feel bad about wanting and needing your break. That's not necessary. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to check in and see how you're doing how are you doing this holiday season this christmas season moving into then new years which is that whole holiday season can be extremely stressful so what i've been trying to do if you've been following me is just to encourage you through the holiday season to get you over the hump uh into the new year without getting exhausted because this time that you're going to have moving into the second half of your school year can be a renewing, renewing, <laughs> can be a renewing, a recharging, a just an opportunity to kind of refresh, to restart, to reduce, do some things and to start over. But if you're going into it exhausted, then you're going to feel like, oh no, now we're starting and we don't have another break until um, MLK day and then spring break what can happen is we start to feel really bad about that and so we're going to take the guilt off of that but i just want to make sure that you are prioritizing taking care of yourself if you have not set aside any time during this holiday season the christmas season the new year season all of this to do something for yourself Please prioritize that because you're going to feel it hit you like a ton of bricks. I was just talking to a friend today and she was talking about how she had planned to do some things for herself and just hadn't had an opportunity to do it. And I was saying, we've got to be intentional about making sure that's on the counter. That, that is a huge part of it. And so I am speaking to you as I'm speaking to myself, but we're going to do this, right? We're going to take care of ourselves so that we can be there for all of the responsibilities and all the things that we have to do. To dive in. All right, let's do it. So the first thing that I think is important to help us to juggle both our homeschooling and our responsibilities around uh, this season is to just be clear with ourselves that that's what we're feeling. We want to get comfortable owning those feelings. We want to be able to speak them. Because the first thing that we need to do to be able to move past that is to understand why we're feeling that. And there are several reasons that you can be feeling that. And the truth of the matter is there's nothing wrong with it. That's that's where we, we're working towards, is getting to that place where we recognize that there's nothing wrong with the fact that we're starting to feel that we need a break. So we're going to name that. We're going to be able to say, what is it? Is it because I have too much on the educational side and I just have... I'm trying to hold and carry and still keep on doing all of the things I was doing while now I have a lot of added things around places I need to, to go, um, the family things, all of that. So that's the first thing, just naming that this is what we're feeling. And then we're asking ourselves some questions. And I think it's important to ask ourselves those questions about why we're feeling that way, because I think that that can help us to make the next step. So if we're feeling that way because we have too many educational things on our plate, then we can take off some of those things. We can change it. It's okay during this season, as close as you're starting to lead up to Christmas, to start to do less, to do a lot more of the read allows, to sit around um, in the living room and watch. Watch some movies that can be educational but that you can still have a discussion about it one of the things we're doing is the a christmas carol and so we're breaking it down every day as we walk through and talk about it. But the important thing is that we're doing this read aloud. and then I'm looking at the skills that they need to lo- know, like what are those literary skills that are important and how can we just do them in discussion form? So some of the things they are writing and doing on worksheets, but I'm trying to not have so much that it takes a lot of preparation that we can do the story, we can talk about it, we can get information, we're keeping our math, still doing math every single day and just trying to say, how can I scale down so that the day does not feel as stressed while i'm doing it but also while you're planning for it because remember you're still having to plan for this time so that's important to understand that if it's educational you can take that turn some of that down remove some of that and that's what we've talked about in our previous episodes where we're talking about subtract and by the way how is that going are you doing our december challenge if you're new here we're doing a december challenge where we're looking at all the things that we need to do and then we're just subtracting one thing And you can choose to do that every day, which is a great habit to get into to say, look at all the things that I have to do. Make sure I look at my top three priorities and make sure I have those at the top of the list. And those are things I need to do. I schedule them into my day. And then as I look at everything else, what can I subtract? It's kind of fun to be able to say, "Hmm," because now I have to ask myself some questions. Why is that on the list? Is it important? Does it need to happen for today? Listen, I want to tell you that I am in that place right now where. I don't know. I think I have, I'm thinking, I've lied to myself that I have some kind of superpowers where I can remember all the things without writing down because I just came back from traveling and my I traveled kind of back to back and my calendar, which is where I write everything down, I have a, an electronic calendar. And I know for those of you who love the digital time, I'm trying, but it's, it's, it works for what it works for. So the fact that I have it, and I can see it on my phone is really great, but there's something about writing down the thing that helps me to process it because I'm writing it down. I'm thinking about where it has to go and I can just see it in my head. I guess it's that visual, although I'm, I'm all three, I'm kinesthetic, visual, and auditory, but there's just something about me seeing it there and being able to kind of visualize it when I look back at it. But anyway, it's been in my backpack from traveling and in the moment when, somebody's telling me something my children are saying I are gonna put something on there I'm saying okay yeah remind me to do that or I'm gonna remember that and I have not been diligent about putting it on my calendar and I have just been missing stuff <laughs> I've just been like wait what was I supposed to do when is that and so I don't even know why I told you that but I just want you to know that I think that's an important part of this whole thing is that we've got to be able to look at what we've what we're going to do, write it all down, believe in writing it down or your digital way, whatever it is, and then you can subtract from that. So that's the first thing is recognizing where do you need to adjust? So do you need to subtract from the educational side of it because you're trying to do so many things in, or do you need to subtract from the holiday side of it? The next thing that we want to do is really embrace the fact that during this season, the educational journey, our homeschool can look different. It doesn't have to look the way that it's looked all through the year and there's still value to that. Because I think that what happens with us trying to change it and do something different is that we're afraid that that is going to mess our children up or that there's gonna be some gap or there's gonna be something that prevents them from moving forward. We'll realize that, okay, those three, three weeks really just threw them off of what they were doing and now they don't know it. And that's okay to feel that, but I want you to know that there is value in all of the things that you're doing right now. And a lot of times we can't see that because we don't know what the educational value is in those things. So let me break down a couple of them really quickly, really short, not too long, but there's always value in reading. When you are reading aloud to your child, there are so many skills that are happening during that time. Number one, you're teaching them what fluency sounds like because you're Hopefully, not going to be reading like a robot. So, they're hearing that, and the more they hear what it sounds like, the more that they're going to try to replicate that. So, there is value in that. You are also teaching them vocabulary because a lot of times when you're expanding and teaching them these, especially if you're doing like classical Christmas stories, if you're reading the Bible to them, if you're reading just. Any of the stories, you're really expanding their vocabulary because a lot of times you're going to, they're going to have in their words that they may not use in their everyday language. To to make you feel even better, you can kind of tell them what some of those words mean. We are doing, like I said, the uh, Christmas carol, and so are a lot of Victorian English in there that we don't we don't use, and so some of them that are really key to the story we talk about it and we break it down and we look at it, especially if it's something that they can use later on. And so we're just looking at that vocabulary aspect and it's building their vocabulary. Now they may not use this, so it may not be the vocabulary that they're going to use when they speak, but they're now understanding it and they're able to kind of piece that together when they're, they hear it at some other time. So That is key. The other thing you're doing, and that you can do to even extend it more, is build comprehension. Do that. You can ask questions. You can have them look ahead and uh, predict. What do you think is going to happen? You can have them talk about what's happening within the story. You can ask them questions about it. You can have them summarize and tell you. Tell me a little bit about what you did. If you want to, you can choose a chapter book that you can read a little bit of it every day, and you can just break your skills down in in as a part of that and what's fun about that is it doesn't necessarily feel so much as learning as it feels as like a discussion we're just talking about it and so you may take it and then look at why do you think that that's happening what do you think they're going to do why do you think that they did that That's and then you can start to talk about the literary terms if you want to say okay so that's foreshadowing because they talked to us about this in the beginning and now they're going to bring it back to us look at some of those skills that you we're going to teach them in their reading book and see how can you fit that in. If you are still having a child that is learning how to read and you can, put them in your lap. Put that book in front of them. Use your finger and go through as you're reading. You are building skill. So I want you to be able to take that Weight and that guilt and that pressure off of you. That if you do some things differently, if you subtract doing the lesson this specific way every single time, that there's no value in what you're doing, and that you're losing traction, and that they're not learning because they truly are. So you can do so many of those reading skills. You can even do language art skills. If you have them write letters to Santa Claus, if if you do Santa in your house, you can still do that. That can be your letter writing that you do for that, um that time. And you can teach them what the letter looks like. You can teach them words to put in it. If they're doing a, a family newsletter, you can do a family newsletter together. Cards are a great way to be able to help them say, okay, we're going to write Merry Christmas. These are the words we're going to write. What sounds do we hear? If they're older, you can tell them, Hey, I want you to write a newsletter to just let your, your family, you know, know what's going on. And while I know there's all the digital things and everything like that, that's a beautiful thing that depending on the generation they would love to receive and you can use that as a part of your learning so you've got that language arts piece if they're starting to write some things and you see what they're writing you know have them do a draft first and then say hey you can go through the writing process let's think about what we want to write about what do we want to include you can have them write a Christmas story based on what you've written but it can be things think about the things that you already have to do and then look at the educational value for that All of the cooking that you have to do, all of the cookies, all of the amazing stuff that you want to do in the kitchen, there is reading with that. There is math with that. There's following directions, which is a skill that is very necessary. There's measurement. There's all these pieces that you can do. And there can even be science if you mess up the thing that you're cooking. And now you have to say, well, let's figure out what we did and you're talking about that and if you want you can go a step further and say so this is science you could tell them what's happening or you don't have to tell them and you can just know that they're building those skills understand that all of those things have value so what you can do is look at everything that you have to do which is why it's so important for you to write this down and then be a detective and search for how can you connect this so you're not making double work it's things that you were already going to do and you're doing it already If you can do that, that's going to take some of the pressure off of you. This third thing is kind of linked to the second one, but it's really about seeing how can you bring in the visual aspect of it. And when I think of the visual, I'm just, I really just mean videos. Can you do some videos? Can you find movies, videos, whatever it is around the topic that you wanted to watch and sit down and watch it with them and then discuss I wanna encourage you that, and I'm thinking how to say that, it, that discussion is a necessary part of learning. And it's not one that we use a lot because a lot of times it's us teaching, them answering, them doing, and then us moving forward. But taking the time to discuss what you're doing can really be helpful. So I will say it might be challenging it may feel challenging, I'll say, to or feel overwhelming to prepare discussion questions. But I just want you to think ahead of the thing that you're doing. What are some questions that you may ask? And some simple things you may ask is, what did you learn from that? What did you find interesting? What did you think was going to happen that didn't happen? Just depending on what you're watching. You can talk about if you've already introduced some Concepts like plot or character um, analyzation you're building, you can talk about those things. If it's science, you can talk about the science of it. Find ways to have some video. If you are really have attention with them sitting watching TV, see if you can find some books that you can read that are Christmas books, but that can put in some of the aspects of what you're trying to learn. But I really, I really, really love this idea of watching something because they're kind of in that spirit. All the Christmas Christmas movies are happening. And so they're kind of already in that place of wanting to watch something. And so that is something that you can use that will fit right in. One of the best pieces of advice I got from a veteran homeschool mom was number four, to take the break when you need to take the break. If you are feeling like, I just cannot push through anymore, you can take a break. You can take a mini break. You don't have to t- if you're like, I cannot be off because we've got fifteen more days till Christmas. If that's what you're thinking, if that's where you are when you're listening to it, and you're like, that's just too much. See if you can just take one day to to sit and watch movies, and snuggle, and wear your PJs, to decorate your tree, to make some ornaments, to do something that you had to do, to go Christmas shopping, whatever it is that you just take that time and you don't wait until later. If you know that you're at that place where you're like, I need a break for my sanity, for the safety of my children, for just the spirit, for my spirit, then go ahead and do that. Take that break. Number five is really related to all of these and it's related to what I said in our check-in. So when I'm talking about taking the break that we just talked about in the previous one, we're looking at taking that break with your family, like taking your school break. This one is really taking a mom break and a mom break doesn't have to be anything huge. I joke often that my mini mom's retreats would just be if I had to go and shop and buy something or whatever and I had a few minutes before I had to be home I might take a 20-minute mini mom's retreat get myself some Panera sit in the car and just listen to a book watch something on tv just kind of go or even go to the park sometimes I just depends. but that was a mini thing that I did for myself where I really just had that opportunity to just relax So that is key. That if you are feeling that exhaustion and you can't figure out what it is, it may mean that you just need to take a break so that you can do that. That you just press pause on everything and take a break. And as I said, I am not saying to go away. If you can, do it. But it might just be going into your closet i am here recording this in my closet it is my little place that i started to feel like i needed a space like this i'm laughing because if you can see it you would say how is that your sanctuary but i've tried to move things around so that i have a clear space on the floor i have my chair here I can come in sometimes because you have to go through the bathroom to come. So I can come through the bathroom, close the bathroom door, come into the closet, sit, read a magazine, which I don't get to do a lot. Um, Even if they still make magazines, do they do that? I think they do. (laughs) But we just come in, get a piece of dark chocolate, sit, read a magazine, sometimes set a timer for 10 minutes. Sometimes come in here, um, turn the lights off and pray. Sometimes just sit and think. Sometimes, let me just be real, sometimes come in here and cry. But that's just my little mom break. It's my time away. that I just get to have an opportunity of quietness because you really can't hear anything and people don't really disturb you when they think that you're in the bathroom, <laughs> right? And so my point is to find opportunities. No, let's change that. Make space. Make the effort. Be intentional about finding the time to turn down all the noise, all the distractions, everything else, and take some time for yourself. That's gonna be key as you're trying to juggle both because you need to be okay. You need to be in a good place just to be able to do some of these other things. So you're, like I said, your first step might be take the break first. Find some time to just unwind, to sit, to figure out, okay, what do I need to do next? What can I take off off of my plate? What can I change? What can we adjust? And then finally, we talked about taking a little mini break, but if you need to start your break early, if right now you're saying, we can't do anymore, we, we just got to take a break. Real talk, your homeschool, your choice. You get to decide that. Now, I am definitely a proponent in ensuring that you're getting the things done that you need to get done when it comes to your child's education, because this is your child's education. You wanna take it seriously. But that's why I know that if you really feel like you need to take a break, then you know that that's what's best for your family. Trust that instinct, trust that gut. Because when you take that break during that time, and we're gonna talk about that in the next episode, we're gonna talk about giving yourself permission to take the break, and then what you can do to get ready for it how you can truly enjoy it in the midst of it and then be able to go into the new year guilt-free. So you don't feel like, let's say you decide to take three weeks that you're not feeling guilty the entire time. Like I should do this, I should do this to make sure that you've done some things going into it. You enjoy the full time that you're in it, and then you leave some padding at the end of it so that you can prepare for the new year. So that you're not thinking thinking about it the entire time that you're on break. That you've just given yourself a good cushion from going into it, experiencing it, enjoying it, doing whatever you want to do, enjoying time with your family, doing all that great stuff, and then that you've scheduled some time in so that you have an opportunity to now go back that you can plan before you go back in to the rest of that time. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope it's encouraged you. I hope it's really helped you to recognize that it's okay for you to make this look. However you need to make it look, there should be no guilt during this time about what you're not doing. And if you set it up in a way where you look for, all the different ways you are doing some things because I always say we don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we are doing. A lot of times we just see what we're not doing. And as I was thinking about one of the episodes that I'm I'm writing for right now and just talking about when you feel like a failure, I can resonate with that. So I know that a lot of times that's where we're we are. We are constantly feeling like a failure. But What I do know, just to give you a little bit ahead of what's coming, is a lot of times it's because we are not celebrating what we are doing, so we can't even see it. We've got to be intentional to look for it. But that's something that's coming up in this time right now. I just want to encourage you that this is a beautiful season, and if you're walking through this entire season stressed out, overwhelmed, exhausted, you're not enjoying it. Your children aren't enjoying it, and you then leave this season and go into another season holding on to the weight of the last season. I don't want that for you. So I am praying that you will give yourself permission to make this time look different. That however you need to juggle it, that you say, I wanna be realistic with myself about what it looks like, what I need, and then be willing to make the adjustments. If it's not working for you, if it's too overwhelming, look at what you need to take off. Look at how you can switch it up. And if you are just all of that that I just said sounds completely overwhelming, that's okay. Then it might be time for you to take a break. Pray about it. Ask God's leading. I am really trying to not get ahead of myself because one of the things that I can do is when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed I look try to look for my three steps and my two steps as you can see I love that and I have to remind myself to be still and know that he is God which is why that verse is so key to me because I have I have to literally tell myself be still and so my closet is my space to just come sometimes and be still so that I can hear from him I pray that you will hear from him And that you will give yourself permission to truly enjoy this season without the stress. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies and you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms You get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there, you can participate in the fun challenges and of course you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her... Mommy! That's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God. And that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.